T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, I, I got to ask Mayor Aaron Stewart of New Britain a question here. And the real question is, it's important, Mayor Stewart. Would you trust anybody... Who ate a sausage, egg, and cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel? <laughs> no, it sounds pretty gross. Doesn't that sound awful? You? <laughs> yeah, Joey Burgoyne, our executive producer, I'm totally outing him. He's like, it's delicious. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I mean, I know Joey was different, but not that kind of different. Anyway, um, what do you do? Joey, I feel like it belongs on a croissant. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys do for Now, how, how many children do you have? Oh, just one. Just one. So and two. What's the breakfast like? What, what do we got going these days? Waffles or, or what? She just ate an entire package of raspberries this morning. Well, you got to go in healthy. That's good. She loves them, and I'll take it. Yeah, they spoil really fast, too, so you got to eat them quick anyway. Um, but that's not why we have – I mean, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, and I know it's you, – you, between you and, and Mayor Bronin, and the fact that you got to do the, the mom stuff and then go to work <laughs> is just crazy – uh, I, I don't know how you do it, but you do it. And I'm, I'm, I want to talk. There's a bu- bunch of different questions. I mean, you were in the news recently with this this fuel cell thing. Can you just yeah. explain to people w- what it is and what's the yeah. impact on the city? So this is really exciting. And, and I actually wasn't sure that this project was going to come to fruition. It was one of the ones that we almost lost because of the, of the COVID pandemic. And uh, we just broke ground on phase one of what's called the Energy and Innovation Park. And this is the adaptive reuse of the old Stanley Works manufacturing site. So it's uh, quite a few acres right on Myrtle Street in New Britain. And for the last, oh gosh, this plan has been in place for almost 15 years now to create a basically a massive fuel cell farm that will um, obviously generate you know, clean power into the grid, um, but the hope is after that to redevelop and adaptively reuse the existing buildings that are already on that site um, for data center type technology, um, definitely high tech jobs gearing in, in that di- gearing in that direction. So we were finally able to break ground on the first phase. So a 20 megawatt, there's going to be a fuel cell farm. There's going to be over over 40 fuel cells that are on the site, and it's uh, it's very exciting. It's going to become one of the top taxpayers in the city virtually overnight. It's going to take about two years to build, and so this is just phase one. So the the future phases remain to be planned, right, and seen. We've got to get through this first phase, um, but we're we're very excited, and it's a very interesting and innovative project that's certainly different and nothing of its kind uh, in Connecticut. That's for sure. Yeah, and even if it's not some sort of sort of actively used space with lots of people going in and out, at least it's being used. But my question is, when you start something like this, like you did mm-hmm. recently, is that guarantee that it's all going to happen? Like, is it? Are we now a done deal that this in two years we're, yes. we're good? Yes. Yes, yes. So uh, the phase one, yes, it's a done deal. It's happening. And the phase one itself is going to generate over $250,000 a year in tax revenue to the city. And of course, that's extremely important, not just for me, but for our residents too. Growing the tax base is always important and doing it in a very unique and clean energy driven way is pretty cool. And we're talking with Aaron Stewart, mayor of New Britain here on Brian and Company. So you you lose a police chief. um, And what's the, and this is somebody who was born and raised. I don't know all the context, but do you already have a replacement? 
No, no. So Chris Hsu is uh, announced recently announced his retirement. He's been with the city of New Britain for 26 years, uh, and uh, he is moving on, um, rightfully so. I think it's to be expected, and it's well deserved, you know. Um, but so we have a great a deputy chief in Ben Murphy, who's going to be our interim chief while I start the search process. Is that? I mean, that's. I find, it, regardless of the deputy chief, I mean, those kind that kind of institutional community knowledge i just find in general whether it be sports or community it's like it's hard to find somebody who's going to be there for 25 years or was born and raised in your town like those things just don't seem to happen as often anymore they don't but you know what um i think that deputy chief murphy is you know he's been rooted in this community he's been here for over 23 years himself um and and living in one town over i i think he's pretty well versed on the needs of our community. So we're lucky to have that. But it's very tough because police departments now are very transient, um, very transient departments. You don't find people that stick around for for that long anymore. So we're lucky to have that. But I'm also very confident that we're going to be able to find somebody to to come in and and that it's going to be a seamless transition. But that'll happen. It's going to be about a five-month search process once we finalize everything. So a lot of work ahead in the new year. Are you having the same trouble filling out the force and I mean, we hear stories even you know Bristol you know obviously tragically lost those officers and they still have people who suffer trauma that night who aren't at work and they are so understaffed and they they have to really they they're they don't they, they know what to do We've made some pretty substantial changes in our hiring processes with the police department where we used to only hire a couple of times a year. We now have rolling applications. So the city of New Britain always is taking entry-level police officer applications, which has helped us drastically keep our numbers up. But you have to remember, too, you know, this is the type of job where 20 years and people retire at their 20-year mark. Um, And, you know, that's they're entitled to, but that also creates this constant void yeah. of about a dozen or so officers that we're always trying to fill. Um, one of the things that we have too is we uh, do our own police academy, uh, which has yes, and which has helped a lot, um, kind of create our own kind of homegrown force. Uh, but it's um, it's always difficult because you have to try to you have to recruit people, you have to go out and you have to find them, and it's a different way of hiring than just waiting for people to come to you now. Yeah, that stuff. If you do rolling, you, you know it's hard to do classes and fund all that stuff. If you do your own academy, that's that's a that's pretty pretty big overhead. Hey, listen, I wanted to ask you this: We're talking with Aaron Stewart, mayor of New Britain. What is your strategy on on recreational marijuana? <laughs> so, um, we have what the city of New Britain did was obviously we weren't going to prevent it. Um, so I know but you don't you don't really want it in your, your city, correct? No, we do. We, we're allowing it, but we're putting limitations to it. Um, and I think that that's a, a, a good balance, right? We're not going to, to box out uh, these businesses that are going to move in because we recognize that there's a lot of people that are going to use them. And, and also the city has the, the benefit of the tax revenue that we'll be able to collect off of it. However, we don't want one on every corner. Mm-hmm. So much like liquor stores or package stores, we're limiting the amount of and types of cannabis facilities that we can have. So we passed zoning regulations that for the city that will allow um, two retailers, two micro cultivators and two cultivators. And we're put out and we put out an RFP process uh, over the summer. And so we're currently in the approval process of approving that first round of replies to RFPs. And actually the meetings are, are this week. So we'll have 
Uh, we have one retailer. We've got uh, two cultivators and two micro cultivators. So we're, we're pretty much at our capacity almost. Is that more than original? Because someone had told me that you were really severely limiting. Like, like the grow side doesn't get seen by anybody. So in some ways they feel like it's a lower risk endeavor for a, a municipality. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is two of the micro growers yeah. and two of the regular size growers, is that more than you had originally planned? Uh, we originally had only planned for one. Yeah. Uh, so we were going to do one, one, and one uh, of each category. But what changed your mind? What changed your mind? The state law changed. So it was they kept changing the the state laws. So they were changing the amount of places that you could have per the population, which is what allowed us to lax those those rules. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, and when do you think you know? Do you think at the beginning of next year this stuff will start? Yes, I think that we'll have our first retailer um, that should be up and running come uh, January, February. Uh, and then the, uh, well, the cultivators and the micro cultivators, I'll know more after their approvals, uh, as long as they go through the Planning, Zoning, and Housing Committee at City Hall uh, this week, actually Thursday night. All right. Well, let's stay in touch. It's good to get you on the show, and I know you're very busy, so uh, we always appreciate the time. Yeah, we got to get in the car and get to school now. Yeah, go, go, go. Sorry. <laughs> right. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Mayor Erin <laughs> Stewart from the city of New Britain. Um, she's a tough one to track down in the morning because she's busy. She's got a young kid. She's got to get to school and get to work, run a city. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.